You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Single Ladies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Single Ladies After Show. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Welcome to the after show for VH1 Single Ladies. I am Sal Mercedes, one of your hosts, and we have a special guest in the house. We're very excited to have who we just found out is not a single ladies, but she is single <laughs> for this show. Everybody, welcome Michelle Vanderwater. Woo! Yay! Thank you. Who thank plays you guys as Taylor me. on the show? Thank you for coming. Now, before we jump into the show, please tell us a little bit about your character for those out there who don't know. Um, she is pretty much a classic, you know, rich bitch socialite. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, <laughs> I'm she is we the didn't villain. Say yes, <laughs> the villain. And but, how do you like playing her? Because you know, we've been chatting it up with her. We got to preview the show before the show, and she is such a you are such a sweetheart. Oh, how do you. you like enjoy, or how do you? How is it playing a character that is so different from the what you seem to be? It's so fun because you can kind of like do everything that you wanted to do that you can't do in real life really yeah. because you have to suffer the consequences yeah. but on the show you get to play such a bitch and you can say things to people and it's all like part of the scene or part of the show it's just really fun and you can kind of like go into that character without any hold bars you know yeah well I'm very excited to have you on for the next 45 minutes or so and we get to get an inside of the show yes. you know it's nice to see that because we're you know on the outside looking in but now you know you're gonna give us some gossip but she promised she's gonna give I'll us try. some I'll try <laughs> as much as she can now spicy Marty you're here and gonna give us some spicy juiciness that you always bring yeah, to the show I'm gonna bring the fire there was a lot this episode so I mean we have a huge list of uh, guest appearances and, you know, somebody who stars on the show. I mean, this is like an honor. We it get is. a real single lady. I, I know. <laughs> we're huge fans here we at are. After Buzz. So we're very, very honored to have you in the studio. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So just don't take anything I say personally. Okay. I will try to watch my language around you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'll try, to, so I'll try to tame her spiciness. Now, Spicy, please tell everybody, where could we play with your Twitter? You can play with my Twitter at S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R-I. That's Spicy underscore Mari. And Michelle, I I know you have a Twitter as well, right? Uh-huh. Where can people play with your Twitter at? It's at Michelle with two L's, J-V-D-W. Yes, nice. you guys. And it's yeah. Vanderwater, not yes. Underwater. Vanderwater. <laughs> nice. And mine is Miss Mercedes, M-I-S, Mercedes. And also, um, you can 
find us, you know, on Instagram, on iTunes. You can find us everywhere. You guys just need to lean in a little more, and then we'll get Let's ready to go. Lean and rock with it, Michelle. <laughs> lean and All right, me so tonight's episode was Business of Friendships. It was episode number nine, and this is season two. And, you know, our first topic is Taylor and Malcolm, who you play Taylor. Now, mm-hmm. we've seen Taylor come on the show as the new girlfriend, and Miss Keisha is not happy about it. It kind of seemed like Malcolm was the love of her life. Right. And in this episode, we see Keisha, um, you know, face Taylor again. And you had some snarky, you know, looks, remarks. And I feel like Keisha still is holding on to Malcolm yeah. deep in her heart. And Malcolm seems to, you know, as we've seen at the end of the episode, he still wants her. How, and you know, from the outside looking in, how would you handle that situation if Malcolm in real life is your man mm-hmm. and you see him looking at his ex-girlfriend and kind of lusting after yeah. her? Yeah, it's infuriating because I think Malcolm has really sold Taylor a dream and has really kind of mm-hmm. roped her into his world where they want to build an empire together and they really want to kind of make a go of this relationship and they have the same dreams and everything. So it's really disappointing to see him then turn around and And your character was vulnerable before with him. Exactly. You are open and honest about the family losing the money and he just made it seem as if he stood by your side regardless. Exactly. I gave him every opportunity to run, to go back to her, do whatever he needed to do. But he's playing both of us, I have to say. Like, I'm yeah. not impressed with Malcolm right now. <laughs> but you still you still love him, though. It looks as if you're still standing by his side, even though Definitely. he makes googly eyes at Keisha. Yeah. And you know that deep down inside, he still has feelings for her. Exactly. But I think, you know, I think Taylor, like a lot of socialites, you know, her career is kind of marrying into a world where she can kind of get power and she can be wealthy and she can kind of have a status in her own society Mm -hmm. and her community so I think that's as much to play rather than love itself Mm -hmm. in the relationship I think that's her angle and Mm -hmm. of course you know ideally Malcolm should be by her side like a true love interest but Mm -hmm. It's more she of the knows social the deal. Climb. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you can't have everything in this world. <laughs> <laughs> so instead you choose security over passion and love, hey. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like you got to have a little bit of both. You yeah, know, I think it's funny, not funny, but I find it interesting that you say that because, you know, from my point of view, I just see her as the villain and, oh, she doesn't deserve him and I hope he breaks her heart. But it's true. He is selling her a dream yep. and I didn't see it from that perspective. Like, mm-hmm. you did become vulnerable. You opened up to him and now he's, you know, still l- lusting after Keisha and it looks as if he might be trying to leave well, Taylor mm-hmm. for Keisha. Which makes no sense because this episode we see them house shopping and so he's still selling you the dream and then a few minutes later we're gonna see him tell Keisha that he still loves her that is just crazy he's over here looking for a home with you you're starting and planning a life with him Mm -hmm. and it's just wrong I don't I think that Malcolm needs to figure out what the hell he wants he wants it all I mean he's I think him and Taylor are very much similar that they want both the love and the money and the power they both want the same things but they kind of you know he wants it in different places Mm, he wants the true. money and power with me, and then mm-hmm. he wants the love and great sex with Keisha. <laughs> now, I know, I know, I know on the love show, he does. that's the best part. I know on the show, he's your love interest, but how was it working with him in real life? Because he is beautiful, oh, yeah, and tall, dark, handsome. and handsome. Dave is so gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. I get a little tongue tied around him. Like, well, you admitted that you have a boyfriend, so it was your boyfriend on set when you're taping and he doing come the scenes set. with Malcolm? Yeah, he, oh, he actually hasn't met Malcolm yet, oh, mm-hmm. DB on set, but um, he did come.
come to set when I was typing. Oh, that's yeah. so now, sweet. That was fun. Is DB's personality similar to Malcolm? Is he as charismatic and charming and manly as he super seems to be? Super charismatic, super sweet, super funny, just the nicest guy ever. Actually, he's very different from Malcolm. I think Malcolm's a dog on the show, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> and DB couldn't be further from that. He's just a real sweetheart. Oh, that's like you, a real yeah. sweetheart, but you play, you know, a sadiddy Miss Pris on the show. But when I first met you, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're nothing like Taylor at all. <laughs> you're not a- Right, I know. I did, you know, I didn't want to disappoint you. Or sorry. <laughs> you were just Maybe so sweet and humble. Yes. And, you know, that's just, it's very rare in Hollywood to find that with beautiful, you know, stars. But I think that's a true testament of your skills in it as an actress. Yes. You know, you mm-hmm. can come off as really a villain, and we're thinking we're going to meet a villain in the studio, and you're such a sweetheart. So, you know, kudos to your that's great acting. Her American yes. accent that she oh. played. Oh, love, thank love you. your yes. accent. Yeah. Thanks. And it's kind fun. of a southern accent. Is that hard? to try to portray? Actually, I think a southern accent is probably the easiest of all the American accents. I mean, I guess because it's, I guess apparently, phonetically, it's very similar to the Australian way of speaking, so it's much easier for us. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but anyone who tries to do an American accent who's foreign, they always ends up being southern. Like this draw. (laughs) That's the easy one to go to. (laughs) Texas, you know, they kind of talk like that, so. (laughs) It's easier to cover over it. Well, this episode, we also got to see this time a little bit back and forth with you and Keisha um, when you guys were house hunting but also Nicolette you got dissed a little bit um, on this show bitch yes <laughs> somebody else got to play the villain this I episode know, right? so you got, the, you got the day off you know, she played crazy though I have to say <laughs> she was a villain but she had a screw loose that's how I expected you to be really yeah I was like oh she's gonna be just like Nicolette and but you're nothing not like fun. her <laughs> it's fun to be like evil but completely sane yeah no but that was definitely a diss in the face and I thought that it was gonna make um, her and Keisha actually be real friends because she had her back when you, you know, came up to them and you were kind of snooty at the Uh house. And so I thought that that was really sweet of Nicolette to do that. And then she just completely flipped out. Yeah, it's a real shame because I think Keisha needs friends. You know, she needs like a lot of support. Yeah. what she's doing and the whole FBI thing. And, you know. Now, Keisha, um, you know, we see her still having a love for Malcolm, but... For some reason, she takes up the opportunity to go on a date with Winston, who at one time was trying to arrest her. Right. And which it just it killed me because I thought she would have too much pride. You know, her character on the show, you think she'd be too good for that. So to see her actually kind of fall for him, I was just really surprised. But Marty, you were saying that you think it's a setup? Well, I predicted that the reason that he was pursuing her anyways to have something against her was because he secretly had a crush on her. But now that I'm watching, I'm thinking that it's for him to get closer to Malcolm. Because I think... I think the storyline's going to come out, which we shouldn't be doing predictions yet, but I can't help it. <laughs> um, that he is going to try to get closer to Keisha because she, because obviously Malcolm is still in love with her. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to use Keisha, I feel like. And come on now. You can't hold it. Ag- That's Rick Fox. You can't hold it against Gorgeous. him if he arrested her. <laughs> I think I might fall for the okie doke too and go out with him. Yeah. I might even let have a one night stand. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Rick, call me. <laughs> and what do you feel about it? I mean, you're on the set, on the show. Yeah. Do you have any... Can you, you know, spill any details about you know, if honestly, they're going to get together or not? I really don't know. Like you said, there were so many guest stars on the show yes. that it's like our scheduling, we always miss each other. So nobody's mm-hmm. really there long enough to kind of have any kind of... I mean, I wish I had some gossip to tell, but <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. But I really think it's... it's um, 
It's really kind of an interesting angle that Keisha has this addictive relationship with Malcolm. Yes. And I think like all these guys that are coming into play are really testing her loyalty to him mm. and testing her friendship with him, mm. which makes it really interesting. Do you so, think she should have any loyalty to Malcolm? Um, I think as a friend, but I think she needs to define her boundaries more, really. You mm. know, I think she used to say, look, thank you for helping me in the past. Thank you for being a true friend. But this is it. This is where I draw the line. And, you know, letting Malcolm kind of like reel her in every now and then, that doesn't, you know, that's not good for her self-esteem. It's not good for her trying to find somebody that true. she can have a, true, a real relationship with. How did you future. feel when your character, Taylor, had to give Malcolm an ultimatum and you forced him to not be friends with Keisha anymore. Is that something that you would actually do in real life? Make your man not be friends with the next? I don't because I think, you know, people need to be happy, like truly happy. Mm-hmm. That's when you get the best of that person for yourself. So if I was to give somebody an ultimatum knowing that it would be a very difficult decision for them or knowing that they might not be able to do it, I think it would just ruin my relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't really I wouldn't, do that? No. I mean, if I, if, I, if I was in a relationship and I felt like the guy was torn I would say just go and figure this out and call me in a year that's when, a smart decision because you know, yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to have any guilt about it yeah. I don't want to be caught up in your drama I don't want to be the other woman because we were want, all shocked yeah, when he cut we off were. Keisha for you yeah like, <laughs> I was what? like that is bold yes. she is just grabbing him by the <laughs> balls and letting him like just have it that was that was very but we believed the, the, the relationship at that point yeah. we were like oh he's serious about Taylor yeah. mm-hmm. definitely yeah now, I think for a lot of different reasons not necessarily, yeah. you know. Well, I, you know, I think everybody kind of has ulterior motives. Even Keisha. I feel like she really loves Malcolm, but at the same time, she loves him also because of how powerful he is. Yep. His wealth, his power, all of that is very sexy. And Keisha has her limits. She won't date anybody who's not wealthy or powerful. She yeah. won't date a regular person. Right. So, see, that that in a way can be ulterior motives, like you said, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just all this great, juicy gossip. And, you know, we love having you here. And for you guys at home, if you want to see more guest hosts on the show from single ladies one thing that you could do for us is go to our website afterbuzztv.com and click on the banner at the top now if you're going to do any shopping head over to that banner click on it it will take you to amazon.com that way you could purchase your stuff and help fund our studio so we can have more Ow. shows more guests and more single ladies topics now, we also seen other stuff on the show. Um, it just seemed like a lot of love triangles. There was a from lot Raquel of <laughs> to April to Omar. I'm, I, we couldn't even keep up. You were telling me, like, who, who's Raquel dating? Who, yeah, who's I April was like, dating? wait. It's it just started getting, like, really blurry. But it's nice to see that they're all kind of not taming, like, settling down. But mm-hmm. it's nice to see that they're not as crazy hopping from one bed to the other like they were in the beginning of yeah, the season. Yeah, they were dating a different guy every single episode. We're seeing more consistency in their relationships. Yeah, and a little more depth, you know. We're starting to see vulnerable sides of each character. We're starting to see, you know, things that we all go through in relationships. Yeah. Like, you know, going back and forth, um, fighting. Guilty. Power, <laughs> power struggles. Guilty. Now Maddie's seeing Raquel on the show and she's going back and forth with with her boyfriend and you know first it started off with game night she was winning then it started off with her like holding him up I know you have a big busy schedule and in this dating world how would you relate to that or what do 
relate? Can you relate to her, or do you see any well, sympathy for him? No, I, I actually, I, I do understand where Raquel's coming from because we're all very independent. We have our careers going, and so it is hard to juggle a relationship mm-hmm. plus, you know, your career as well. But her career came first. That was what was important to Raquel, and she tried to explain to um, her boyfriend Charles that, you know, just bear with me. Like, you know, this is work, and he's being really understanding. Yeah. But I sympathized with him in I this situation. Too. I when did he was too. like, everything has been on your terms. And he even allowed her to have another relationship with another man, mm-hmm. which, if he knew she had slept with him, I don't know if he would be okay with that. Yeah. But um, I do think that it is tough juggling both. But you have to have balance. You make your priorities whatever, you know, you choose to make your priorities. And you should be able to juggle both. Yeah. Michelle, how do you do it? Because you're here in LA, flying to Atlanta. How do you. You know, hot Lana, with, with a hot Lana, co-stars <laughs> such as Malcolm on the show. How do you keep the consistency, or how do you keep the, a good relationship, a strong, founded relationship? Well, I think I think it's very imperative that your boyfriend or your partner has as busy schedule as you do, mm, because if they have a, if they have a career and if they're busy doing things, then they're not they don't have time to be calling you every other day right. saying See, what are you doing. You blah, don't blah, blah. think that would clash though, because when no, do you guys meet up? Well, you sk- I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a little different in entertainment because we don't have set schedules but mm-hmm. I think you make more of an effort to get together yeah. and I think you actually the times that you do spend together are qual- is quality time mm-hmm. and you really you know you really try and make the most of your time together but I think it gets problematic when you know you do have one person that has a lot of time in their hands yeah. and they don't have anything to fill their days with and they're kind of like needing um, attention from you and needing you to kind of like be there for them constantly right. I mean that gets really draining so both need to be independent yeah both need to be independent and need to be working on their own things and need to be having their own lives and then coming together and working on things together as well at well, the end of the day we so. saw that on this episode with April and Reggie didn't yeah we? I was just about mm-hmm. to say because that. he threw that in her face you know you were so independent she's like well what I loved about you was that you were so considerate and so we see both of them have these crazy schedules as well where they're both working sometimes mm-hmm. together even but they still were making time for each other but then canceling plans which is a big no-no in the dating room <laughs> yeah. yeah I definitely think it's a big no-no especially when she you know scheduled a couple's massage and he would rather go golfing with his guy friends I thought right there that was a big no-no but in his defense you know she's also been slacking in the beauty department yeah she's you know, lazy exactly and it's like you should in the beginning especially before you gave him any you should be stepping <laughs> it up and yeah. I just she's gonna end up losing him if she doesn't yeah. I don't know that things change so differently I don't know if anybody here has dated has started dating a friend that they were friends with yeah. for a long time but things change you know it's not the same person especially if a guy has high expectations about like they have very clear boundaries about friendship and about you know having relationships um, I think a lot of guys kind of see really want their girlfriends to be a reflection of themselves and mm. they want the girls to great be point. like great arm candy they want the girls to I need to start writing all like, the single ladies advice I down you should give it some good okay hold on so you said terrible. the she's first really, thing she's really dishing it folks. first thing Michelle says to you single ladies <laughs> have a man that has just as a busy schedule as right. you okay Make sure both so, of you guys are independent yep. and busy independent and the second thing is to you just said it what was it keep again keep yourself up make sure you stay oh, yeah. flat arm candy. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think you're an extension. extension of I think well, him. I don't think it's a good thing. I mean, I don't think it's a good thing okay, that so you guys don't think- expect their girlfriends to be to 
kind of make them feel a particular way. Mm. Like if I think it's a big sign of like insecurity issues oh, if I a guy says, I need you to wear heels when we go out on a yeah. date tonight. That's his problem if yeah. he's not comfortable with you being who so you are and beautiful. What about and you? You don't feel your, your man would be an extension of you, the way he acts, the way he treats people? Um, I wouldn't want to change it. I mean, I hope that I pick him because we have similar ideologies yeah. and similar, you know, traits and think alike in that in that regard. But I wouldn't want to change him to be what I wanted. If I if we were different and you know, like if he, if he was walking around in like flip flops all the time, <laughs> and then we started dating, and I was like, you need to put some like cool Prada shoes on or something. Uh, like, I, no, that I, like that's a good point. That's yeah. just silly. In, like in that's Reggie's just who he is. Though he. You know, there's a certain kind of woman that he's used to dating. We've seen on previous episodes all these beautiful, sexy women. So, I, and he's actually seen April be beautiful and sexy. Mm-hmm. So, I think that a part of it was that comfort there, but also comfort can be mistaken for laziness. Yeah. And she felt like, well, I don't have to do my hair. You kind of know, you know, you know what I look like. But we still need to show, I feel like, our partners that we will make an effort because mm-hmm. it is embarrassing when you go out and you're dressed up and your person's in sweats and you're like, oh, you're going to dress like that, but I'm going to to all my friends so I know it's superficial but you still want to act as if you guys are still you know getting the flame burning and being sexy and Mm -hmm. romantic with each other and hot that's a good question I think there's I mean I definitely think there's a time and the place for that like I think going to the movies is so such a casual intimate romantic thing in heels for the movie sexy (laughs) like you're going to a club when you go to the movies but I think like if he wants her to dress up why not take him to a really nice restaurant say it's a really nice restaurant you know we're going there to meet my friends and of course she's going to dress up and put on her best face Mm -hmm. for that you know but I think it's unrealistic for her to expect her to kind of go about doing everyday things yeah. kind of dressed up dressed like that up, all the time like, that's true yeah especially when they came you know. from the friendship zone you guys at home let us know your <laughs> thoughts we have yes. a great new application you can download it on your iPhone or iTunes it's the AfterBuzz TV application and it's a great way to rate and make comments so we want to hear your thoughts when you're with somebody when you transition from the friendship zone to the relationship zone do you need to keep up and change your ways or can you still be true to you and not dress up and not care anyways we'd love to hear you guys what your thoughts are how you feel about it tweet at us also at afterbuzz tv now we also seen in this episode the new girl and i think her name was morgan uh, we were first introduced to her when her daughter had stolen a pair of jeans right. from the store and now she got hired as one of the clerks and she jumped right in and filled right in when she was out and about with the ladies and we seen her pursuing a man at the bar and she had no problem went up to him got his number and then we also seen Omar pursue another man, but in his I guess his try didn't work out so much. <laughs> he got shot down where she didn't, but then it kind of went haywire after that. Right. She made well, the guy made her Morgan pay, and then he thought that she was going to go home with him because and that's she was not pursuing like a Southern Atlanta man. I, I wouldn't know. Okay, now if you ask a guy out, both of you, do you feel that? you should be the one a to pay dinner and that whatever his expectations are should be met because you were the pursuer absolutely not i, I don't, totally don't yeah i don't think so i think it's just i think it's very gentlemanly for a man to take care of a woman mm-hmm. on a date you know and i think you know i i think when a woman pays i don't know i think men struggle with the power thing yeah, and yeah. like the power aspect of a relationship like that i mean money is kind of like not the issue it's more about okay who's taking care of who yeah, yeah. and i think men have a real problem with like you know feeling like 
they don't have like any kind of I don't know what's the word I'm looking for but chivalry yeah I I think it's hard because in 2012 there's a fine line between being um, chivalrous and gold diggers and so I think that it's hard in our generation to date because some women are just after a meal and some guys really are just after booty but then there are some people who really just want a nice traditional courtship and it's really hard for men to figure out which one are you and if you are yeah especially from the first date but I think Mm -hmm. that as common practice the male should always pay for the first date and then the woman should offer after a few more dates if she likes him I definitely have learned in my day that guys like for you to offer so now I do (laughs) I have a girlfriend and she she has very independent she's very successful and she struggles with that you know she doesn't want a man even on the first date to pay for her meal now she has that struggle you know she Mm -hmm. doesn't want a man to feel like he can now you know do whatever he wants with her or that she owes him anything right so I think it's a power struggle on both ends like you want the man to be a man but at the same time you don't want the man to feel like you owe him something right. at the end of mm-hmm. the day. Well, hopefully none of us are worth steak and potatoes and then you get the draw. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm going to lead a little bit more than that. Yeah. That's funny because that's like a really good lesson for men, I think. Yeah. Like it's a really good test. You know, yeah. if you don't know if the woman you're taking out is really after your money, if you happen to be loaded, um, it's a really good thing to be aware of where you take the person on a first yeah. date. And like what kind of, you know, are you turning up in like a Bentley? Are you turning up in like, <laughs> you know, like crazy expensive things because if you don't know then you're not going to really be able to see through what she yeah. sees mm-hmm. well on this know. episode I thought that it was sweet that the gentleman came back and apologized because the male ego is very fragile like yeah. how Omar had kind of mentioned earlier in the episode and so most men might have gotten dissed and rejected and not came back but yeah. I, I like that he brought his bus back to ask her that out for sweet. another chance <laughs> I was jumping for joy with her yeah. <laughs> I thought that that was really really sweet and I think that, like I said before, her character is the single mom. And so I think that's a character that's Hold very on, relatable. Hold on, can we talk about the Honda? <laughs> I know me and you that? were not the only ones who've seen that. Why did she have to drive around in a Honda? I know she's a single mom. Everybody has a nice car, but why did she have to have the Honda? It needs to be relatable. And every single one of the girls drives a Mercedes or a Maserati. Now, as realistic as we would like that to be, come on. One of them has to be somewhat. Yeah. Why not a Nissan? Toyota, something. Yeah. Prius. <laughs> exactly. A Prius would have been perfect, you know, helping the environment. We've seen Omar on the show also kind of have um, his ego or his pride hurt. Yeah. Oh, Omar. And, you know, I really like that they showed his ego was hurt a little because, um, I don't know, when I think of gay men, I don't think of them as kind of manly and maybe that's wrong of me I have this stereotypical image and Omar kind of just breaks that down because he is still very manly yeah. and he does have his pride he does have his ego to see him get shot down and be hurt over it I think it was nice to see that vulnerable side of him yeah it was it was mm. very endearing and his character is very smooth and suave and sexy and I'm like ooh I'm so happy that you're not gay in real life <laughs> exactly <laughs> but exactly. I thought that it was pretty cool that they did have somebody reject him and he learned a lesson from it but at the same time I wish they would have told us why I feel like there had to be a reason yeah because I'm not I turned down I thought what I thought I thought he was gonna later on be like listen dude I'm straight like I don't wanna yeah but he's just like no I'm not not interested interested. maybe if 
find out next next episode. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of loose ends this episode. It is. I know, because we were also introduced to a lot of guest stars this episode. Um, a news storyline came out with Paula Patton and Queen Latifah guest yes. starring on the show and having a little bit of rivalry with Keisha as well. I didn't understand what was going on there. They used to be in a band? I, I or still didn't group? comprehend what exactly. Maybe you have the inside scoop. What's going on with that? Um, I think they used to work together and they had a falling out. Yeah, they used to be in like a diva group. Okay. okay. I think. And then they had a falling out. Okay, because that's. that's like, I, I feel like I it's going to be. I feel like that storyline is going to be, you know, elaborated more. It will. But it was just like a little tease this time. And mm-hmm. I love Paula Patton. She's Me too. beautiful and inside and out. And she is an amazing person. So I was excited to see her on the show. And I noticed that she had the accent on the show. And I automatically I thought know, of I you. I thought of you too. <laughs> what did you think of her accent? Oh, she had an English accent. I thought it was great. I think yeah. It was cute. I did too. Yeah. I, I should I should practice mine, but maybe I'll practice during the break. You guys keep on watching. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Holy, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the After Buzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Single ladies. Single ladies. <laughs> I need I need more of an accent. Give me something else. Okay, if I want to pursue a guy, all right, and I want to charm him and have a fake accent. Everyone, we're back and I am trying to learn from Michelle <laughs> how to have a sexy accent. Now this you know, is when Australian I Australian accent. Yeah, this is that Australian? They, you know, I, I sound Australian. Yeah, okay. So if I want to pursue Australian for bear. <laughs> no? Dang it. <laughs> That's I tried. Good. So if I'm at a bar and I want to pursue a guy, I need to put on this fake accent. Hello, my dear. No, that's kind no, of no, 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 that's not that. All right, us Americans, kind of hard. It is. We get all the crossed. So hard. But, you know, speaking of pursuing, we've seen people pursue each other on the show. And Morgan, she was able to do that on the show. And she did a good job. She scored the number. Now, me personally, I don't know how I feel about the pursuing. So, the single ladies topic of this show is to pursue or not to pursue. That, that is, is the, the question. question. So, we'll start over here. First, did you pursue your boyfriend and or have you ever pursued or would you pursue a man? I did pursue my boyfriend. Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, I think it was the accent that got him. He was like, yes. But I have to say, I did it in a way where he didn't know I was pursuing him because he's very shy. Nice. And I think he kind of lacks confidence sometimes. So, you know, we were introduced and I really liked him, but I could tell that he just wasn't a very aggressive person. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't really date a lot, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I kept texting him and I kept, you know, inviting him to things and I kept kind of creating situations where... Maybe you are more like would. Taylor than we I thought. <laughs> you know, I tried to I tried to let him know that I was really interested uh-huh. so that I I could create the opportunity where he would feel comfortable asking me out. Nice. You know, so. so you set him up. 
I kind of did. You dirty dog, you. <laughs> but you got, you won in the end. Because you I guys did. wanted to be together. He just needed a little encouragement. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, that's sometimes how it is. And when I was younger, I was always taught, you know, male comes up to you, male comes up to you, male comes up to you. But you also, what about the guys who are shy yeah. or who mm-hmm. don't really think that they have a chance with you? Do you, you know, not talk to them because they don't have enough confidence in that moment? Or maybe they never had anything as amazing as you, you know, pursue them before. So I think that it should be... Um, I think that you should if you really want something you should go after it like that's just yeah. a, just a way of life if you want yeah. something bad enough go after it and just you know face rejection like Omar mm-hmm. did <laughs> But there's so scenario. many ways to pursue somebody too. You don't have to be super aggressive. You don't have to like yeah, just follow them on Twitter and start yeah. tweeting them. I mean, <laughs> start yeah, playing throw yourselves at them. You know, these like you, there's so many ways, like subtle ways that you mm-hmm. can get somebody's attention. And I think it's I don't know. I think it's more romantic. It is. What about you? I, you know, this is I struggle with it because I feel like. The man should always love the woman just a little bit more. Yep, I feel like very true. the woman should have the man's inner hand because I feel like men stray as it is. And if he doesn't love you a little more, I think he's going to stray even more. So if I pursue a man, I think I would just be a little insecure that maybe he doesn't like me or want me as much as I want him. Oh, I can see that being You know what fear. I mean? Like, mm. I'm the one but chasing him. That's fear him. talking right that there. Is, that's that fear. Is, yeah, that and you have is. nothing to fear but fear itself. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But you see, in this actual episode, you see um, Lisa Ray always having five different guys gawking over her. Mm-hmm. And I do like that she's very confident and was able to give her friend Morgan advice on, hey, if I want a guy, this is the signals that I give him. And I think that there is a certain kind of flirting to let a guy know, thumbs up, get your butt over here. And so I thought that that was cute that um, Keisha's always giving little advice and tips on how to get the guy because she is the queen on the show. Yeah, she's very much like a mother hen figure on the yes, show. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, she's a little bit older, more wise. She kind of like takes care of all her like chicks. Yeah, she does. Know? She it's is. nice. But I, I'm trying to think, has she pursued anybody on the show? No, everybody has always come up to her. Yeah, and everybody I think just falls over Keisha. That would be Keisha. a great storyline, Fallon, yeah. is if Keisha, was there somebody that Keisha wanted that she could have. That's not giving her any attention and then she needs to go up to. Because we could say that Malcolm would be that guy, but yeah. he always comes back to her. He does. He always comes back to her. He does. And, so, and unfortunately, Taylor no. <laughs> slash Michelle, um, <laughs> you're not going to get him at the end because his heart belongs to Wait, her. Wait, we oh, don't know we that. Know that. We I know. She, I think Taylor's she, got a few tricks up his sleeve. What? Yeah, that's good. I should say you heard it first on Afterbus, folks. <laughs> that was a possibility. An exclusive right there. Now you had said that you you didn't get killed off, so this means. You will be back on she the show. She didn't get killed off. <laughs> well, hopefully. I mean, hopefully, you know, Malcolm just doesn't turn up and say, hey, you know, Taylor's disappeared. And right. <laughs> mysteriously. <laughs> and then so the hopefully. FBI case gets opened up. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. You, you know. know the depth of her character. Now, we see it on the outside as it's this power struggle. But do they really love each other? Does she have a hold on him that we don't know about? I think definitely. I think that they do share, like, a very ambitious um, future together. And I think that's very powerful in in their relationship, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's something that Keisha doesn't have with Malcolm. You know, Keisha will kind of always fulfill his needs as a man, Mm -hmm. you know. But she'll very much fall into the mistress category. Whether if he marries Taylor, Mm -hmm. he'll very much be elevated into high society and get everything that he wants materialistically. So I think that's more important to Malcolm at the moment. Yeah. No, it is. 
I didn't. We didn't get to see how you guys met. We just seen you at the ball. Did your character pursue Malcolm, or did he pursue you? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. <laughs> I I know about as much as you do. As far as I know, I we, met him at the ball and was like, "Hey, we're I'm together. <laughs> Let's make each other look good." Let's but your it. character knew Taylor knew Keisha from their childhood, and so you guys already kind of had tension from the beginning. Like it seems like you guys both not hate on each other, but there's just like arch nemesisness going on right there. Yeah, and I mean, I think Taylor fancies herself in like a whole different league. You know, she's this high society. She fancies she, herself. I love that. She's like <laughs> very much like, you know, kind of in a fantasy world mm-hmm. of like being in a very different category than Keisha. You know, Keisha's a very down-to-earth, real person, mm. you know, and Taylor's just doesn't have time for people like that in her world. Yeah. Um, so I think that's there was already a tension there based on like the status in life. Um, and then I think, you know, obviously they've clashed over a few things over the years, which is why you never saw in the first season mm. the kind of like we're separated. Yeah. Okay, my so theory. <laughs> we don't know if you pursued him or he pursued you. You guys at home for the single ladies topics, should you or should you not pursue the man? That is the question. Tweet at us. Um, if you download the iTunes application, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Now, before we get into our predictions, Please tell us what you're working on. This is my first time being introduced to you as an actress, and I just thought you were fantastic, and I want to see more of you. Where else can we see you? Oh, thank you. I have a film coming out called Teeth and Blood. Ooh. It's a vampire horror movie. Ooh. Oh, vampire. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. It's fun. I play detective. I don't play a vampire. Uh, still, it's that's very like cool. super cool. Do you have, your, do you have your accent? Which accent? This one. Do you have? Oh no! <laughs> She's like, Wait, this is my real. She doesn't voice. consider it an accent. <laughs> <It's> her voice. <laughs> no, American. Oh, okay. Axel, no accent. I guess you would say. Have you ever done any projects, um, any Australian projects, where you got to just use your natural voice? I've done guest spots where I was mm-hmm. like the foreign girl. Because uh-huh. usually they don't cast necessarily for Australian. Yeah. They'll just be like you know foreign girl, whatever. So yeah, and I usually play. Australian Who's your accent. favorite Australian actor? Um, well, actress would be Kate Blanchett. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Best actor. I don't know. I really like, um, what's his name? Wolverine? No. Uh, I don't know his name. He is super sexy. I really like Eric Banner. Oh, Eric Banner. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. Now, when does it's this great. vampire horror movie um uh, In the next out. couple of months. I don't have a release date yet, but in the next And it's going to release here in the States. Yes. Nice. Well, I'm yeah. sure your yeah, website will be updated with it, it as will. soon as the project comes out. Mm-hmm. What's your website so that they so anybody at home can go check you out? Um, well, you can go to my Facebook fan page, okay. which is Facebook slash Michelle JVDW. Oh, okay. And, and your Twitter like again? It. And my Twitter is at Michelle J V D W. And is there anything else that you know we can find you, or anything anything else that you're working on that we can see you, or things? There's that you another don't yeah. There's another film that's coming out called Verlaine. It's a psychological thriller that'll be out hopefully soon by the end of the year. Oh, nice. I have a small role in that. So that's and fun. what's um, your favorite character type of character? Do you like to play? Is it the detective? Is it the bitch? Is it the sweet girl? What do you like <laughs> to play? It's always really interesting to play strong female characters. Mm-hmm. Like you know whether she's a bitch or she's like a femme fatale yeah. or like something like really meaty and hardcore. Like that's kind of the stuff that I enjoy. 
you know, like tragic figures are always really good. And funny, you know, like really funny, messed up people. Yeah. Well, you know, we have <laughs> lots of shows here at After Buzz. So what, are there any shows that are your favorite shows that we can bring you back on other than Single Ladies? What's your favorite um, show that you watch at home? Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, love Game it. of Thrones. Yeah. That I'm like so addicted. It's yes. such a good show. Okay. So as soon as Game of Thrones comes <laughs> back, we're having, we're going to bring you on there too. Because we love when our guests are able to go on different shows that they're fans of. Because that's what really what After Buzz is about. Wow. Cool. Fan celebrating shows. So, yeah, we're definitely going to bring her on Game of Thrones. That would be amazing. (laughs) All right, and now is the time for our, come on, Mari, predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Now, this is the part of the show where we predict from what we see um, future episodes. Now, Mari, you are the queen of predictions. Man, I am good. She had predicted that Rick Fox <laughs> was going to come back and try to snag Keisha. She felt like there was some sexual tension there. Yes. So Ooh, I, I give why. that to you. So, Mari, please take us and let us know what your prediction predictions are from this episode on. Well, I already said that I definitely think that Chris, I mean, not Chris, that uh, Rick Fox is setting Keisha up. I think that mm-hmm. his character is setting her up um, for disaster because he's still trying to get with Malcolm. Um, but we saw at the end of the preview that Malcolm's going to come back with Keisha. I hope that she doesn't do that. I don't, I think that he's in a relationship with Taylor. If he's being unfaithful to Taylor, he'll do it to Keisha. He's shaded her out before. And so I predict that she's going to be strong and turn him down and move on with her life. And um, I think that April and Reggie are on a good path as well. I like that he came back and like took care of her and he said that we're always going to be more than friends. So I see, I actually do see a future with them. So I'm looking forward to that. I was just about to predict the opposite. What? You think they're going to predict I just don't. I just think like when you're friends, you're friends and like Sometimes it's hard to take it to the next level, and I just feel like they're either going to get bored of each other mm. or or she's going to get bored of him because we all know her past. She cheated on her husband mm-hmm. before. She, she wasn't is a player. content. She is a player, and, you know, she's recently divorced. Are you, after being divorced for a short amount of time, are you ready to settle down? So I predict that they won't last any more than three more episodes. No, <laughs> and I like predict? him. Um, I think he's going to be floating around for a while. Yeah. You oh. Know. And we have the inside I don't know. So. <laughs> floating around means he's going to be on more episodes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But I like that April is really kind of standing her ground. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's really important for a woman to grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really hope she doesn't go back because I hope she doesn't think that this is just kind of like, you know a fight that they've had and that he's going to change. Mm-hmm. Well, is there a need for change, though? Because I think that they just, they didn't have the ground rule discussion. I think they, that every relationship needs to have the discussion of what you'll compromise, what you'll accept, what your expectations are. And they didn't really have that, so I think that's why they're going through the complications now yeah. in their friendship transition to relationship. So hopefully we see that conversation in the future, too. <laughs> and do you have any more predictions from any of the other characters? Because I know you said there are some loopholes. You don't know everything. Dun, dun, dun. So what would you from what you don't know from what, what you, you don't predict? know <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean I definitely think Keisha and Malcolm have a lot more going on yeah. behind the scenes uh, not behind the scenes I but know. on the show <laughs> <laughs> was that some gossip I know I think that their addiction is like stronger than ever okay so, unfortunately for that's Taylor that's very realistic <laughs> though and what about Raquel 
Raquel's like a butterfly. You yeah, know, I she's really feel lovely. like she's so sweet and she kind of like is just, I feel like she's just really coming out from being under the thumb of her parents and like all these expectations that her mother puts on her. She's yeah. really like growing her wings and finding herself. So I wouldn't be surprised if she goes through a few more guys trying to find what she's looking for. Do you think that there's chemistry between her and Charles? Um, I do, I do, but I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel it. This I didn't episode. feel it either. The first time I did, but this time it was just like, yeah. It doesn't seem like she's really that into him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's how it usually is when the woman has the power and she's in control. It just kind of dwindles off. You guys at home, please let us know your predictions for the next episode. Michelle, thank you so much for being Thanks on, for and we are looking forward to seeing more of Taylor on the show. Yes. And hopefully, you'll be able to come back. I love Taylor so much more now. We love <laughs> having all this insight. Yeah, we love your character even more than what we already did. Again, you guys at home, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next time on the After Show for Single Ladies from Bing.com. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz TV. 